0: Hello, listeners. This is Lisa Kapala, and I am here with several fun people today, not just one, two. So we have Brad McKenna, who is our Sherpa Guide through Bridging the Digital Divide, but we also have Adam Dusenberry. I'm so excited to have Adam with us. He is the Operations Manager for WCTV, and in this episode, we're going to talk about television. Crazy, right? Because we are at WCTV. It is a television station. So we're going to talk a little bit about technology and television. Now, I know, Brad, you're the technology librarian how often do people come in to you and ask you questions that relate to television or hooking up their laptop to their TV or things like that? How often does that happen?
1: <laughs> so, the, we recently rolled out a new service. We have um, a video capture software that the patrons can make use of to nice. convert their home movie, their VHSs, to uh, DVD. Oh, good. The so problem, glad we don't have
0: to do that anymore, Adam, right? I
1: actually saw we use the same software you have right, <laughs> right behind me here, the Elgato video capture. Cool. And everyone's like, oh, that's great because I don't have a VCR anymore. More and then I tell them it happens in real time, and they're like, "Oh, wait!" So, like, if your whole movie is two hours, you're sitting there for two hours. More so,
0: babysitting it, making yes. sure. Yes. Well, you don't
1: have to. So, exactly. like, that was the problem: the service was underused. So we allow we're now allowing people to drop off up to two tapes, and one of us will go ahead and do the process for you because right. a two hour VHS will take a little over two hours if you want to convert it to a DVD. But like the actual hands on time. It's five minutes, okay. and so like it was a really great uh, service, and and that's really all all the questions I get as as far as like television goes, and the video cam- the camcorder world of the nineties is just a mess. So I get some questions like that, but okay. uh, yeah, not too much.
0: So I don't actually know how to hook up my laptop to my television.
1: So that's different, right? So yeah, the laptop you can. But it's do- <laughs> fun. I've seen it done. <laughs> it's so I do do uh, classes on like um, alternatives to cable, which we we speak in hushed tones here because I know <laughs> right, that right. it has financial ramifications here. Right. Um, but if you're looking, if you just want to watch your like Netflix or like a YouTube video on your laptop and send it to your screen or mm-hmm. your TV, all you need is an HDMI cord, and you're good. Wonderful. Yeah. So it's that's that's the simplest way to do it, but of course there are more complex ways because yeah. it's technology. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So Adam sitting there waiting so patiently. <laughs> You've been in television how long? Uh,
2: I've 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 started uh, actually when I was 12 years old. Oh, Wow. A couple of weeks. Uh, Is that legal? Yeah. That's not legal. <laughs> um, you know, actually, at my uh, my local community media center. Nice. Um, I was the. Uh, youngest member, obviously at the time.
1: <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> and
2: uh, and at, at a time when, you know, at, at WCAT and and also centers around really didn't have a youth program, right? Uh, because it was it was an adult, applicate uh, you know uh, a- activity. It was yeah. an, an adult ed type thing. So interesting. Um, you know the the. Executive director in Wayfield at the time, you know, was more than willing to accommodate and you know make make program and make, you know, make policy and that sort of stuff that would um, you know accommodate my interest and my um, wanting to be part of it. Okay. Um, What do you think made you
0: want to get involved?
2: Um. Well, the 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 thing that I say that got me involved um, was that. Um. Uh. The back in the '80s, late '80s, there was a Saturday morning kids show that was on the air. You know, six o'clock in the morning, uh, when networks first back. Yeah, back in the '80s, networks actually went off the air for the overnight
1: hours. Right. I remember that. Yeah.
2: And uh, the first show on at six o'clock in the morning on um, Saturday morning was a show called kids Songs. Kids And. Um, the premise behind this was a bunch of kids found an abandoned TV station and decided to make a TV show with music videos with um, wow. old McDonald, you know, music yeah, video yeah. type stuff. So
0: what year are we talking about?
2: This was mid-80s. So that's and, kind
0: of advanced, you and, know. And,
2: and, and the whole before MTV. And, and <laughs> the whole thing was, you know, the kids were
1: mm-hmm. producing
2: this MTV style music video show. Nice. I remember that show. And um, – yeah, I, I would get up and I would watch the show, yeah. um, you know, every Saturday morning, and um, and that kind of got me interested to, you know, building out of cardboard boxes a TV studio <laughs> in my basement, you know, cool. uh, and then ultimately, you know, getting involved with WCAT and actually doing it for real. So okay. uh, that's great. Now, you
0: know. your dad was involved with WCATV too, right? Wasn't he? And he, felt he involved a little bit. He,
2: he he got he he got he was he. he talked to this he got to talk to station manager into letting me <laughs> uh let me be part down there but um uh he wasn't really as involved as as i was okay um but you know he helped me out when i was um working on you know when i was doing things like uh i create a, sh- a, tel- a television series for my eagle project and you know he was helping me you know with you know, construction, building of sets and, you know, that right. sort of stuff. And uh, if I need an extra hand on the li- on the lighting ladder in the studio, you know, he was there. Cool. You know, That's so, crazy. yeah, but, you know, it was basically me who was like <laughs> the one Driving involved. the bus. <laughs> yeah. Did
0: you find that you watched television differently after mm-hmm. you started working in the studio? Because now you understood about three camera shoots and all those kinds of things. When you're watching it at home, you just see the finished product. Did it change the way you looked at television getting involved from the nuts and bolts side?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I know, uh, I know what's going on in in the control room. I know, I know what's going on, you know, out in the field. You know, all all the live live productions. You know, you know, there's we see a lot more, you know, uh, of the live productions going on right, on, right. On, on networks and um, you know the three hundred cable networks that we also <laughs> that yeah. we got these yeah. days. Everybody trying to come with something, mm-hmm. uh, something new and unique. Right, my opinion, they're kind of failing miserably, but You're right, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it, yeah, you 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 tend to pick out stuff. And uh, my first real job out of college was um, at um, at NECN, uh, the, the oh, local cable news cool. network. Nice, and even and just starting there and doing stuff there, you know. And I know I still have a bunch of friends who are still working there, and. Uh, I know the shows that they work. So, you know, like, I, I caught you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when, when they make a mistake or Oops, when there's something that wrong. That graphic you know, doesn't belong out yeah, there. You know, so, okay. So, yeah, it, it does, you know, it, so it does you, change. So you yeah.
0: were around when high definition came to be, right? Before that, there was no HD. What? How do you think HD affected the world of television? Big question.
2: I mean, there's, there's the... The whole culture, I guess, of the um, the entertainment, the, you know, the movie buffs who build, you know, uh, home movie theaters. Right, and, right. Uh, you know, people go to the, the movies every single day or, you know, will, uh, you know, it's, it's the same culture as, you know, in the television. And it's, mm. you know, movies and theater was always the kind of the HD was the uh, crisp picture, the big picture, this big sound um uh, and that's why people would go to the theater and watch right. these movies in the theater uh so television the small screen uh needs to compete with that and you're seeing these blockbuster movies you know released on DVD and uh on you know t- on TV it's like it just wasn't the same mm-hmm. as going to the theater to, w- right. to watch it um so you know HD kind of put the small screen you know you it comparable screen feeling
0: in your home because right. we are so lazy, we gotta have them. Mm. <laughs> well, well okay. you, even
2: even with you know the DVDs and you know home home movies and home yes. viewing, you know having this technology that can say, okay, I can watch a movie at home mm. and have and a have similar that. experience on my small screen, you know, as
1: I would in the theater.
0: Okay, so that started with DVDs and probably probably Blu-ray too, right?
1: Well Blu ray is the H D format for DVDs. For, oh, thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. You
0: okay. So Blu-ray is the H D format. But yeah. what about television stations yeah. going H well, D? Well they were digital, I think you're thinking. Okay, so of. what started? What started first? Yeah. The movies first and then
2: well, the, TV or the, Yeah. I mean how the, did it go? the film industry has always been high def, you know, by by its nature. Film has okay. that has so, that so quality. that had to
0: be adapted to television technology.
2: Right. And and before high definition came along, or I guess kind of with it, but um, before stations started going high definition, they were going digital. And okay. digital was a cleaner signal, more crisp ah. signal already. Um, but, you know, so they, they adapted to that technology first. And now you're seeing more and more, particularly the networks, the right. the big the big networks are now have an HD uh, simulcast as well.
0: Okay. Very different from 3D, though.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? So let's talk
0: about that. Yeah. So now we have digital first, right? Then HD. Yeah. Then 3D. Yeah. How do those all mingle together?
1: So I did some research on this, and there oh, is God. no such thing as 3D TV, really. Because <gasps> really? it was it was coming when Avatar came out, the movie, the James Cameron movie that was shot in 3D, yes. it came out in 2008. So that was the bottoming out of the financial crisis, wow. and so Panasonic and LG and a couple of different uh, television manufacturers decided they want to get into the 3D TV business. But you're gonna you need you need um, you need the glasses. But there's two different ways that the glasses work: active and passive. And they're you know never the twin, twin show meat, meet. So you, you're locked into one piece of hardware. And it was just it was, there was too much overhead for these for these companies because that you needed to buy a specific TV, right. you needed to have the headsets, you needed to look straight on so you couldn't watch it from an angle or it wouldn't come out. You needed to have batteries for your active 3D glasses, so they really didn't go anywhere. Um, So I I don't I don't know if it's yeah that's way too much
0: for the consumer. I mean we don't even want to go to the theater. We (laughs) got to have batteries. We got to put on the headset. We got to make sure five different things are turned on.
2: That's kind of the problem with you know new technologies anywhere. And we saw this when uh, digital started coming out from from the analog world. Um, There were the three big companies: um, Sony, JVC, and um, uh, uh, Panasonic. All had their own formats for digital Mm -hmm. tape. And at the beginning, they were all proprietary. And you couldn't, and you could, you, once you said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, as a center or as a a content producer, I'm going to focus on, I'm going to set on this format. Yeah. That's what you had to stay with. All your gear had to be, you know, comparable gear to that. And um, we didn't see that so much with the HD technology rollout i think the the companies learn their lesson yeah. a little bit, uh, <laughs> with, with that but um uh, yeah yeah you, when you're making a big technological change it's a huge investment on everybody's part and i get
0: that. the sense that the companies want to keep it all to themselves but oh, eventually yeah. the consumer just drives that engine and says no we just want one-stop shopping what about plasma tvs remember those they went around for long
1: so the plasma is just so you have two different kinds of HDTVs. You have the um, LCD screen, so liquid crystal, and then you have the plasma. And the plasma is gas, right. and so it lasts. the The color is sharper to begin with, but it doesn't last as long. And so you have to you have to replace it because you lose your HD part of the HDTV with it. I'm not sure how popular they are right now. I think, like, I think
0: they're gone pretty yeah. much. I think that was kind of a fad. Adam, yeah? Yeah,
1: a- every, yeah the, the plasmas
2: didn't, didn't last long. I mean, like, when I worked at NECN, we had a plas- a big, huge plasma monitor behind the set, and we always had to turn it off between shows because it would it would get destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so
0: it just wasn't it, practical. It just wasn't maybe. practical, and,
2: and now even with LED technology, oh, yeah. uh, you know, even... Smaller, thinner yet displays, you know, mm. and brighter, crisper displays as well. So, yeah, you you don't see plasma around. No, it's kind of gone. Days, yeah. So,
0: what do you like, Adam? That's coming down the pike for the new stuff. I mean, everybody's streaming everything, and we have smart TVs. What do you see coming up that you really say, "Hey, that's a that's a good thing"?
2: You know, there there are a lot of different uh, technologies out there that um, you know are available to media makers, uh, you know, as, as as a tool. But then you're also looking at some of the other tools that are available to um, stations. I say like us. It's kind right. of out of our reach yeah. here <laughs> at WCTV. But, you know, if you look at, you know, some of the networks, you know, take a, take a look at uh, recent election coverage, national election coverage, and you look at some of the uh, big big networks like CNN, MSNBC, and some of those big uh Corporations uh, and they're doing things like uh, augmented reality.
1: Oh, what does cool. that mean?
2: Um, y- the you know you look at you look at a graphic, okay, okay. and you have a we are familiar with uh, chroma key green screen type sure. technology. Yep. It's a it's a technology that's been around for a while. So you take that another you take that basically another step. You have your anchor in a studio, and we're talking, okay, let's take a look at the election returns. And out of the middle of the floor. Come oh, bar graphs.
0: Right, here's right. the
2: returns. Yes, and they can they can manipulate them. They can, you know the anchors can manipulate, walk around them, show stuff. This you know maps, weather maps, you know that sort of thing. So it's it's mm-hmm. another it's another way to present the information. So it
0: almost makes the graphic information 3D in a way. Is that kind of what you're saying? It sort of pops out. It's more literal looking to it's, the viewer. It, it, right? It's more
2: interactive and yeah. at least to the viewer because you can see that the. Um, the, the anchor the personality can actually interact with the right. graphic and, and actually tell more of the story and be okay. able to um, you know highlight more stuff rather than just right. you know flat 2d graphics you know on the screen okay
0: fancy exciting but is it a good thing because I'm thinking about because I'm a lot older than you guys I'm thinking about <laughs> original television We did, I don't even think we had a crawl I can't remember when words started appearing along the bottom unless it was like a bad snowstorm and they found some way to put it there but I am finding a lot of things I watch it, it's too crowded with things mm-hmm. on the bottom somebody's talking, there's a graphic in the back so I'm wondering if this augmented reality you're talking about is not good for our brains so much chatter going Th- that, on that,
2: that, that's another, that's another uh, aspect You know, I've, I've seen that too with a lot of uh, a lot of particularly news stations. Yes, news like CNN
0: is the one I'm CNN, thinking of. Yeah, I'm CNN bombarded. does it.
2: Um, and uh, I know when I worked at any CN they experimented with that a little bit for for one of, for their morning shows, and it drove me absolutely batty <laughs> when I watched right, it. Right, right. But yeah, the the idea of you know squeezing back the video and putting. Uh, crawls across the, across the bottom and graphics yeah, on the sides you know, weather and then sound side effects
0: and, and you know it's crazy. The,
2: the, you know you're you're competing for you're you're putting a, cramming a whole bunch of information on the screen and putting having the video uh, your main video be full screen and putting video within that screen. You know graphics and augmented reality that sort of stuff is one thing. But when you're trying to put you know as long as the stuff has to do with what the content yes, is. Yes, yes, yes. If you're trying to put three different pieces of content totally disjoint from each other. You have a crawl across a bomb, you got weather on the side, and you've got your, <laughs> sure. your newscast that a squeeze back uh, in the corner. Yes. That's too, too much, much yeah. information. Information
0: overload. You know. And you know what channels do that? You guys probably don't watch these channels. The jewelry channels do it. There's a jewelry home channel shopping. out of Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah very similar to uh, home shopping. And they have ads on the side mm. for products and stuff that must be how they're paying to stay on the air you know for what they're doing so they're showing you the main product they've got a crawl along the bottom that tells you how much it costs then they have some other stuff about shipping but they have ads going at the same time for stuff that's not even related to anything Mm -hmm. they sell
2: something like something like that it
0: looks like a facebook page with people something like that you know
2: where where the where the the networks where the 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 the, the job is like a home shopping network yeah that's great you could put you could have stuff that is relevant to the content you're watching you know prices ordering information you know that sort of stuff but
0: but they have a casket making site okay on the left hand (laughs) side of the screen okay i'm not talking about like hey here's our shipping stuff they have other stuff popping up similar to the pop-ups that you get when you're watching when you're on facebook what about streaming what do we think about that can you tell us adam what streaming is
2: streaming is basically just getting your content through the internet.
0: And then um, watching it through whatever device you want, right? Watching it on,
2: you know, yes, whatever de- device, your, your computer, your laptop, your uh, tablet, your cell phone, if you want to watch your TV right. shows on a little yeah. seven-inch I screen. Don't. Yeah, that's <laughs> brutal. <laughs> but, but it happens. But. You know, uh, it, it happens that <laughs> people do that. And, yes. um, uh, you know, and, you know, there, there are a lot of, st- you know, most stations and most networks these days are doing, you know, the simulcast. We're doing that here at WCTV. So tell me
0: what simulcast
2: means. We're... We're broadcasting, cablecasting, yep. uh, the same thing in multiple
0: right, ways. which is great because you can get it anywhere,
2: which right. I like. right we we put our cha- we put our channels on our we put our channels on our air. We put our and we're simulcasting those channels, you know, stream on our website, streaming them. Right. Uh, when you think of the networks, there are a lot, not so much th- these days, but back in the beginning of digital and HD uh, networks were simulcasting on their SD channel and <laughs> on their <laughs> HD channel. You know, so, you know, the same content, just two different yes. places. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, there's...
0: Okay, so then would you say that the technology for DVR and TiVo maybe helped with the streaming? Because we were taping stuff to watch later, but we weren't doing it on a VCR like we were. We were doing it in our mm-hmm. box. Did the, does the technology relate at all, or is it completely different? Streaming is in real time,
2: Right. D- things, technology like, uh, or is
0: it not really? Because couldn't you technically yeah. tape some? You t- wouldn't call it t- taping. <laughs> what would you t- call t- it? Record t- something. TiVo
2: and you know DVRs, like uh, what you get from your cable company, right? Are basically just the next generation of a VHS tape, yeah, at a, right? At a VCR. Yeah.
0: So how is streaming different from that? Because it's in the moment. Streaming is in the moment, and those other two things are, yeah stagnant because you're taping them
2: all, all, yeah all all that that stuff is, is is just a recording device right it's a digital recording device yeah. um, streaming is typically live live um, you know and it could be you know there you know a lot of networks like us and other networks are, are also also airing on their channels obviously um, but there are also a lot of uh, networks and events specifically that don't air on the traditional over-the-air or uh, cable um, delivery path mm-hmm. you know it's right, strictly right. a streaming event you can only watch it as a stream yeah uh on your computer and, and that's that's you know a lot of people going that way
0: so where do netflix and hulu and all those guys sling and all that where do they all fall into this umbrella of television they're subscription-based right mm-hmm. similar to hbo yeah. how are they different
1: so, so technically, the, the strictest definition of streaming is just being delivered content piecemeal instead of having to download the entire thing before you can start watching it. Okay. And so that doesn't mean that means it doesn't have to be live, but it seems to be going that way, which right, is great. Right. 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 Um, but so Netflix is really kind of changing the subscription models. Uh, they're actually probably in trouble because of all of the different networks creating their own streaming services, and so you're seeing kind of like the opposite of what cable provided instead of getting a package. You have to subscribe to all of these different uh, channels a la carte. And so Netflix has to actually um, pay broadcasting rights for any of the shows that are not theirs because they have their original programming. And the most famous one last year, they paid, I want to say it was CBS, whoever owns Friends, the show Friends, they paid $100 million just to stream for one year. And so it's just... Everyone's getting into the game. Disney's coming up with their own streaming service. Now, Disney owns um, Lucasfilm and uh, the MCU, so all the Marvel movies and all that kind of stuff. So once they come up with their streaming service, you're not going to watch them on Netflix anymore. So
0: Netflix and those guys, they're streaming? Yes. That's streaming. Yep. 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 But it's not really live, but it kind of is because they record it and you right. watch it live. Yep. But the streaming Adam's talking about yeah. is the election is coverage yep. in town. So two different ways you can... Yeah, Netflix has a ton of content. Yes. Every time you turn around, there's more stuff yeah. on there. I don't know where they're getting it all from. Yeah. Tons <laughs> and tons of now content. The,
2: you know, the 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 way that technology is going. I mean, the thing with you know the the cable networks or um, you know over you know, over the air networks, you know, you're getting everything basically in one place. Mm-hmm. Right. right now, you know you you. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on it. You know you you're looking at the 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 cord cutters. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who are getting rid of uh, cable, and I—I I will admit, I am one of those who's considering that. You know, two hundred dollar a two hundred dollar cable bill for yeah. basic I service. But, I get it though. I get it though. You know, in when you're looking at you know options for to something like cable over the air, then you say, okay, I've got Netflix, I've got, uh, I've got Amazon, I've got I uh, Sling, I got all these, but okay, I can get what I, I can get some of what I want from Sling, I, but yeah. I can't get it. but the rest of the yep. stuff I yeah, get from yeah, So yeah, now yeah. you're. You're trying to put together your own package of all these different individual subscription services to get what you were getting in one place from a cable company. As much as
0: people are doing hook (laughs) cutting, I don't think we're going to see as much of it, I could be wrong, as people think because we're lazy. (laughs) <laughs> we don't want to have to sit down and okay I want to watch friends and I want to yeah. watch bachelor and I need NFL and oh we got to get tennis in there there are no packages for that that's why streaming is good in some ways but you can't always find exactly what you want mm. and in the olden days we used to watch shows like Dallas or other shows like that <laughs> and you would go into work and you would talk if, about yeah. everybody was it, watching it, it you, you know it's you, different if, now if you, if
2: you're somebody who's you know I'm a sports guy mm. and I want to watch all my sports and that's what I wa that's what I use – TV for right, it's probably pretty good for you because you can get the NFL and you know the all right. access yeah. you know packages. But if you're somebody who wants to come home from work and just. Right. Yeah, right. channel surfing not available. You can't really do <laughs> no. that with the streaming <laughs> and services. And
0: I think that's how you discover new programming by <clears throat> clicking through. So there's, that's going to be gone. Yeah. But the connectedness between human beings, like I, you know, I like television as a medium. Of course, I'm here, so I like it. Yes, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I like the connectedness that used to happen when you would discuss. Hey, did you just see that episode? You know, that's not happening a lot because you'll hear someone say, "Well, I don't have that on my Netflix," or "I don't get that in my." Package, so it's making us more disconnected. Then, yes
1: and no. So I get what you're saying, but you're also when you're doing things online, there's everything wants to be social, and so like especially YouTube TV has a service now, right? And Ugh. so that's live TV, and that's where Nessen comes in because uh, it's one of the only packages that you can get like live Nessen, um, but like with with. Anything connected to the internet, you have a global community to talk to on that platform, and so instead okay, of coming face to face, niche you, friends yeah, exactly, with
0: the people who are into Doctor right. Who, let's say you're all right. hanging out together there.
1: Yeah, I, it, I don't think it's rolled out in all places yet, but it'd be an easy social add-on. So that's to a global use. human connection yes. as
0: opposed to a more physical. Physical. <laughs> yeah. And, I, don't, and, I don't know.
1: And, and you
2: know, going you know, one of the things I do in my free time is. You know, I've produced a number of, um, you know, events, live stream, a couple of events for a couple of clients. And one of the things that we are looking for um, or thinking about doing is the live interaction, Uh, you know, the Twitter and Mm -hmm. the Facebook. And, you know, know, as, you know, a lot of this had some of these providers have, okay. here's a live chat. Here's what's going on. Mm -hmm. Here's what's coming up. Hey, did you just see this performer on stage? That was great. You know, and having that live interaction. Um, you know, as you're watching the show. Okay, but
0: wouldn't you need an extra crew person for that? <laughs> Folks, yeah. come down and see how it works here at WCTV. You know, you have your director usually. Um, you might have a graphics person. That's the person who types in the names and puts them on the screen. Usually we do that before. Then you have an audio guy who's, or girl who's listening to the sound and then you've got some camera people in the room. So, Adam, you're going to have all that, but you're going to have to have you, somebody to manage that feed. You,
2: mm-hmm. you, yeah. You, you gonna, can't do
0: that too. <laughs> you, you,
2: you, in that situation, yeah. yes, you're going to want an assistant director or a social media person. Right. And like I like we just started like I'll go back again to this the show that I do. Uh we just in uh, last year's show we actually started doing that. Uh not so much, you know, right side by side with the live stream, but um we took control of the event's Twitter page. Okay. And throughout the um throughout the event, I had a crew person tweeting coming up next or here's oh, a picture of this most recent winner after they did their interview with us backstage, mm-hmm. you know, okay. and getting, you know, and keeping that. So we had kind of a dual channel. Yeah, simultaneous so let me see if I have this right. On.
0: So <laughs> if I was watching it at home and I wasn't connected to Twitter or whatever you call want to call that, <laughs> yeah. um, I would be seeing the, the performance. But then I yeah. could also be on my Twitter account watching the live tweets mm-hmm. and commenting. Yep. Will we ever get to a point where those integrate? We already, ha- we already have. Oh,
2: we already have. Well, we already have technology. my stars! <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> I got to get out more. <laughs> we,
2: we don't. We don't have that technology here at right. WCTV. Yes, uh, but other centers I've worked with have had. Uh, social media interaction capabilities for their live shows and for that sort of thing. Because I have
0: seen that on, like, I think it's MTV or VH1 or whatever, where they do the countdown and they let people put stuff Mm -hmm. at the bottom. This song is great. This should be number five, whatever.
2: I I, I did.
0: (sighs) I guess it's okay.
2: Two years ago, um, the National Conference for Community Media Centers was in Boston. And uh, I was involved with that. I produced. We the Boston committee decided to record everything, live stream everything, do a continuous, you know, of the four days of the conference, do a continuous, you know, live stream of everything, and I produced all that. And one of the things that we did was the event had a Twitter handle, as a lot of events do these days. Right. right. And um, so we would be doing the keynote, for instance, the, and people would be watching the keynote putting up comments about oh this is a great this is great oh good point that this guy just made i was seeing those streams back at my control room and i had somebody putting those up Pretty cool on the screen at, at live as as the as the show was happening. So and at one point I decided to throw them up on the screens in the room, and so that generated even more response. Oh, my! Hey, my tweet comments up yeah. there. Okay, yeah. but what about I'm on a, um, TV? What yeah. about if
0: someone writes something bad? Did you not put those tweets? That's or, where you need because transparency. Yeah. People might say, "Hey, you know, they don't put up my tweets because I didn't say something nice," and then people mm. get angry.
2: And, it's, it's this. It's this. It's the next step to you know we're familiar with college. Yeah. Yes, college. It's the same procedure. It's it's just the next step. You know, you when you're doing a college show, you would have uh, assistant director or producer actually answering the phone calls offline, right. and you would have you know somebody basically pre-screening. And then also when they went on the air, you would mm-hmm. have this audio guy ready to <laughs> you know kill the sound. To go off. So right? it's the same. It's the same thing here. You know, okay, that tweet we can't put up, or mm-hmm. okay, we can put that up, but maybe we need to.
0: Tweak it a little tweak bit. Tweak a little
2: bit. Yeah. Uh Before we can. So it's, you know, uh, there are rules. There are guidelines. Yes. Uh, and it, it But it, it's the, again, it's the next step from mm. the call in.
0: That gives people more anonymity than their voice too. Because when you tweet. True nobody can hear you. Hey, yeah. I think that was my cousin that just said that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so do you think that's going to be the next thing we're going to see? What's coming up in the world of technology? You two gurus, what's going on? I, do you think really cord cutting people are going to do? I think people will do it more but I don't think they are going to realize what they're missing until they've done it. So I think some folks might have to go
1: back. Yeah, I might, I, so I do an alternative to cable program around in our library and I also go around other libraries. It's so popular because it's so convoluted. It's so confusing and so constantly changing. Right. Uh, it's hard. It's I. I I've been at cable for like five years and it's hard. And I, sometimes I still miss channel surfing or miss watching sports because I can't afford those kind of channels. But when you see that $200 bill and, and, you, yeah. and you realize and that. And for what, really? You're paying the cable companies twice, essentially, for cable and the internet because you can right. get anything they do on TV. But it's on bundled. The it's, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, yeah. It, it's It's
0: bundled already. It's, yeah. it's interesting.
2: I, I call, I've started looking around mm-hmm. at the other providers in my hometown to see what they can offer. And I call up uh, Comcast and I say, Hey, you know, I'm exploring this, you know, what are, what is your cost? I can't find anywhere on your website Mm -hmm. what these costs are. Can you tell me what the cost for XYZ is? Right. No. And they told me, but I'm like, that's why you don't put it yeah. on your website because it's <laughs>
1: almost as much as what I pay now for just that one service. So, yeah. so I don't know. Is there but,
0: really <laughs> a way around it or just always going to have to it's pay competition. somehow? I
1: think that it's going to come around. Right now I, mean, I think that we're splintering. So I mean, it,
0: technically YouTube doesn't cost anything, but you have to have the Internet Well, you pay get, for the Internet, yeah. Right? So unless you're going to go down to Starbucks at dinner time and right. watch your show, or, or the library. Or the library. Plug, and plug. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if we'll see more of that. Maybe people doing so. alternative watching. I don't places. I don't know.
1: So I think that this podcast is a great example, of, right? No one's listening to it right now. Correct. We have to. We have it's on demand. Correct. And so kids these days are growing up and like being able to watch what they want when they want. Instant and So yeah. so I think that's going to be big. Is like you can watch it when you have time, and so TV shows are going to have to uh, adjust to that. Binge watching too. I've yeah, become oh a God,
0: huge yes. binge watcher of old stuff that everyone's and, already and, watched. And and,
2: and, that, and that's true. You know, we're seeing more and more of. Uh, and I know everybody who is here is probably gonna is probably gonna hate me for this, but <laughs> you know we're seeing more and more away away from the the show is on at three o'clock. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, you know on this channel. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yes. it's more and more of uh, you know the on demand and mm-hmm. the uh, streaming. You know, going back and mm-hmm. streaming, looking at old binge watching episodes. Right, right. Uh, my fiance and I, we have a couple of shows that we we watch. You know, you know, pretty regularly, but you know. Just last night, there was a show. You know, the show that we watch on on Monday nights, and we 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 said, "Oh, the show's always like, oh, it's already started five minutes. ago. Oh, we'll watch it on demand." <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, it, right. You know, yeah. It, it's, yeah. You know, it it you know, we don't, It's going to be on demand tomorrow. Right. We'll watch it on demand. So yeah. how, I will
0: think we, how will we get around that? Will we just make everything streaming? Everything will stream all the time? How, I think you, it's gonna how be are we going to do
1: that? I think it's going to be less uh, live TV shows because I think right. like what Adam was saying about like putting Twitter feeds up there so you can interact. People still like that. And so you're st- there's still going to be a demand for live communication And because you can actually see your tweet up or whatever right. you know online. I think it's not going to go away, but I think we're getting away from the fact that we have – you know, 24 hours of programming live. Right. Right. Um, and so I think, like you said, when you began, when you were watching something on Saturday mornings, the t- station didn't turn on, in quotes, until like 6 p- six a.m. It was right. off the air. Right. Yeah. And so you might see more of that where you just say here, they say go to the, the web page so we don't have to like stream, they don't have and, to send you anything.
2: And, and we've done that sort of thing even here at WCTV mm-hmm. with, sure. with the realignment of our channels and trying to get the, the stuff that, people want to watch or would be most interested to watch, Right, you know, in one place that's easy for them to see. And so, yes, they could go to the, the VOD page, and yes, they could mm-hmm. watch stuff online and that sort of thing. But, you know, we still, we've got our channels, and we want people to be able to go to our channels, sure. and people who don't have internet or, or don't know how to use a computer or something <laughs> like that, you know, there still are those people out there saying, mm-hmm. okay, I want, I want to know when can I see mm-hmm. this, the newest, latest and greatest stuff. You know, right. you, we could go to we you know we could go to that we we could go to this channel at this time and get right. it. And you might see a lot of other even networks doing that sort of stuff. This is when you are know, you know, all of our content is going to be at this time. You know, and our live shows are going to be at this time. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know, but
0: from a production standpoint, being that you're a producer and Brad and I are too. Okay, the problem I have with binging is I've watched now 12 episodes and I have to wait another year for them yeah. to make me 12 more. Yeah. So isn't there going to be some sort of – you're going to have to make a ton of content ahead of time to keep up, aren't you? How are you going to make that all jive That's between the amount of time that you have to fill programming-wise and the stuff that you're str- – how are they going to do a, all A part that? of
2: that is planned. By by the by the content producers. I mean, they they put out. All right. Out, well, then that's the
0: big next job we're the, gonna have to go get because the, that's they, gonna be the greatest <laughs> job to have. They
2: they, they, they put the content me. out, you know, and then, um, you know they you know these they get the binge watchers, so right? You know, big thing. They say, okay, <laughs> this is a show I never knew I was into,
0: right? But I watched
2: one episode and it, I love it. Yeah. yeah. But wait a minute, I gotta wait another six months before they yeah, come. I out I the next like thing they yeah, I don't like that. So they they get people. They get people. Interested to yes. get people hooked. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I just recently, a couple of years ago, I found because I had it, I happened to come across it on um, Amazon Prime, um, another streaming VOD mm-hmm. service. Yes. And, um, you know, it, I absolutely fell in love with it. It's no longer on the air they made three they did three seasons and then that's happened the to me too you know and, and i feel like these
0: are friends of mine and I yeah. what happened to my friend so and so you know for, yeah. I, d- I really get invested in it because mm-hmm. when you binge watch stuff you really feel more a part of the show somehow than waiting okay, once a week yeah. or once a month even for some stuff to come out so i now i'm looking for stuff that has 12 seasons before i'll even start watching it <laughs> but, but, but then but
2: then also <laughs> also with that is you could go back and rewatch. yes you can you know, it's like you, can. you know it's 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 you know, you have – we talked about DVDs and, you know, and before that, you know, VHS tapes. <laughs> right. You know, you would have your DVD library. You have your VHS library. Yes. And – um you know, I still have a couple shelves worth of DVDs. You know, I have the complete run of uh, uh, SG One, <laughs> you know, all <laughs> but do you ever watch them? See, I
0: keep all that stuff just because I like looking at it. I know I'm never going to pop that in.
2: You know, I, I I've got back and I put DVDs back. I'm in, so glad to but, hear that. But you know, <laughs> the, we're going to see you know people, you know, the DVD libraries. Are going to go mm. away too because people could say, "Oh, I'll just go on. I'll just go on to right. Amazon and uh, I want to watch another episode. The uh, episode right. again. I'll just go on Amazon and watch it again. Right. And you if know, it's I not
0: d- available to stream, it's like yeah. two ninety nine, ridiculously cheap. I would pay that to watch that. I love Amazon Prime though, and I always forget that they stream. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I guess you heard it here first. There's big. Some big changes coming around. Should we do the food for thought, Brad? Let's... And now it's time for your technology tidbit. Food for thought.
1: All right, so Philo Farnsworth was just 14 when he had the idea that would become television. He wasn't the first person to dream up television. He was just the first to make it work without a, me- a mechanical aspect. Right. He used an, elect- an electronic tech to transmit the image instead of me- mechanical. How that works, I don't know. I'll post a link <laughs> to where I found that information yeah. on the website. <laughs> yeah. There's a
0: lot of interesting history about television. 1884 is around when some of the fun stuff started to happen, so we've been going strong since then. Wow. Pretty yeah. interesting. And I know Tesla and Marconi and all those guys were uh, involved too, wireless, and a lot yeah. of Russians and all that stuff too. So, <laughs> so if you want to see more, how do we get to the companion page? Yep. So Brad? just go to the
1: library website, which is wilmlibrary.org and slash BDD, Bridging the Digital Divide. And the current episode will be right there to greet you, and then hey. there'll be an episode list on the left for you.
0: Yep. So we're in episode eight now. Our next one is going to be on the road. You want to tell yeah. the folks about that?
1: So uh, April 16th, yes, Tuesday. That's right. Uh, School vacation week. Actually, we will be over at the Bazell Senior Center doing a live show, talking about how uh, how different generations have adopted technology. Yeah, this should be interesting. Yeah, it'll be fun to see. I can't wait. Yeah,
0: Adam, anything else you want to tell folks um, about our channel branding or how to get involved with WCTV or anything television related you want to share?
2: Well, I mean, it uh, again, you know, just come on down to WCTV, or if you're watching this, you are not here or. Watching, well, you could be watching, listen, it. Listening, listening to this <laughs> uh, yeah, somewhere not not in uh, in Wilmington. You'll go down to your uh, yeah. your local uh, community uh, media center and see what they have to offer, right? yeah. and uh, you know, and you know, get involved you know with with stuff like that. I mean, you know, here at WCTV, we have the podcast option, we have the video option. We just made significant upgrades to our uh, our our television control room, right? Um, that have a lot of uh uh you know really nice features and capabilities uh yeah. for, for our video producers. Uh so yeah, I mean just just get involved to come on down. Um, you know, WCTV and other centers like us uh are here for you and you know, you know, we want you to come down and get your con your content uh, and your uh, information out there.
0: Awesome, and it may not be for you, but it, you know it behooves you to come and see what's available, take a look at it. and you'll learn a lot. You'll learn a lot about how television works. You'll get to see a real television studio, a podcast studio. It's a lot of fun, and you know I recommend that you come and say hello. So that's gonna wrap up this episode of Bridging the Digital Divide, and we'll be with you again very soon.